you know, my way back home, before I take the bus, I can see like um, an old lady sitting on the side of the road, and then be like, um, "Sorry, son, I don't, I didn't have like something to eat today. Can you like help me with something that you have?" And then even though like I, I live like really far away, um, sometimes I can just I be like, "No worries, I give give her the rest of the money, because I know he or she needed the more." the most and I can walk so I just give give him or give her the money and then walk home this worldly material doesn't like uh, make you happy you know what I mean for example mm-hmm. you might see someone who have like millions dollar you know a lot of money he has like everything he wanted in life but still can't be happy on the other hand you can see someone who doesn't necessarily have like very good like resources or material but still be the happiest person in the world for example where i live in senegal it's not like um we don't have like a lot of money we're not rich but it's the happiest community i have ever seen when you make a mistake that i know like Sometimes people don't make mistakes because like they want to make it. Yeah. They, they were trying to do something like good for the team and then it was like just unlucky, you know. Yeah. But when something like that happened, I'm just going to be like next time just like you know, do this, do this to avoid what just happened. Yeah. Um but instantly I will not tell you that. I'm just going to be like uh, unlucky, just say unlucky and then be like Come on, let's go. You got this, you know. And then after the game we can discuss what happened. Hello and welcome back to the Bigger Picture podcast. I am your host Channing Jiao and today 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 I am very very lucky to be here because I have the Nepsec All-Star number 1 defender in New England also one of my best friends and the person who always helps me when I need help Babakar Diallo welcome to the podcast um yeah let's I go let's jump straight into it first question to you what is your why what gives you purpose and who are you fighting for and what's your meaning um for me like as a muslim Um I was born and raised in Senegal, uh-huh. a pretty religious country. Yeah. So I feel like my purpose in this life is like as God stating in the Quran, mm-hmm. which mean I only created human and jinn so that they worship me, they worship me. Yeah. So I feel like I'm here to worship God and okay. after that like I have purpose which is like not only better myself but also like better things that are like around me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so like f- not only f- fight for yourself but also fight for other people around you. Yeah, exactly. People you know, you don't know, you know, even enemy doesn't matter like because mm. at the end of the day we all human being, we all make mistake and stuff like that. So um I feel like no matter like who you are, yeah. Either you religious, not religious. Yeah good or bad i will like just see you as a person maybe i will hate your character but like i would not hate you as a person what do you mean by that i mean 
does that mean even though someone is your enemy and they've done some harm to you, how do you how do you still maintain the good relationship with them? And um, so here's the thing. Also, like as a Muslim, I'm trying to follow like what God asks us to do, but also our Prophet, yeah, uh, Muhammad, peace okay. be upon him. So, you know, um, when when the Prophet was like persecuted, you know, yeah and stuff like that and then after he conquered the Mecca um, when the enemy uh, the Islam mm-hmm. um, captured the enemy yeah. and then brought in front of him yeah. he forgave all of them yeah. so I'm in my head I'm like I'm trying to do the same thing yeah. even though like you might harm me and it's yeah. gonna be harder more human um, I think it's naturally for me to respond yeah. sometimes in a negative way, but oh, um, I'm always like trying, you know, to get on top of it and then forgive, and then not really, um, yeah, like treat your enemy as as like a person, as like a friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, not like as a friend, but like just not really focusing on like what you did to me, even though sometimes it might be hard. Yeah, based on like what you did. Yeah. And I think the most significant or the most prominent um, image or or significant thing that you did to really showcase what you just said was that picture um, of you carrying Milton off in that game against Berkshire, which helped you won the Jim Bernstein Sportsmanship oh. <laughs> Award. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that was very notable, and I think uh, that that was that got a lot of a lot of. Um, attention and traction because it really shows um how even though you're on a sports field competing all that you still respected others as 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 a as a person yeah. as a friend and you carried him off that was a pretty emotional moment too yeah it was definitely and it was really funny um milton yeah. he's like um a really good player and yeah. then he as a striker he was like trying to get into people's heads yeah like me yeah. Talking smack about me and stuff like that, but for me, I I was just like, it's a game, you know. <laughs> Everything that you can do to kind of like distract your opponent, and then you know, yeah. Put the so girl. he was trying to talk smack to you, but then you 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 were the one that carried him off. Yeah, I did carry me off. <laughs> um, obviously, sometimes also I said some things, yeah. but it's not like <laughs> I mean it. You know, it's just like the game. Yeah, After that, course. like we all like good friends, you know. <laughs> but it's just like part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think one big aspect that goes towards what you just said is the mental strength. And the <laughs> and to maintain your mental strength in in certain circumstances where you don't let other people get under your skin, but you also you still maintain your composure and remain a good person. So how do you develop your mental strength and how has God or how has um being a follower worshiper helped you? To develop that mental strength. Um, talking about mental uh, mental strength, um, I just feel like you know, in this world we will always be like challenged. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna go through like some really tough, difficult moment. You know, in our life. So just knowing that, and then I I, I accept it first that I will always like you know face some really difficult moment in my life yeah. and 
I think the only thing that helped me the most is like when something happened to me, um, I always think that it can be worse. You know, yeah. first of all, I think um, this can be could have been worse. So I thank God for this. And then I will try like, you know, to stay positive mm-hmm. and see like how how can I like you know overcome this situation without letting letting it like you know bring me down or push me down to the abyss or something like that mm-hmm. you know um yeah I think I think that's it I, I don't I don't like overthink or it stress me sometimes but I don't let it like bring me down you know I just just be like it couldn't be worse so I mean you, let me just learn what happened what why this why this happened um what can I do next time to avoid it stuff like that but rather than just like drowning in my sorrow you know do you, um do you still get sad sometimes I mean yeah I do. everyone does everyone dies as a human but like just do you, the way do you still get let people get on your skin sometimes some people's some people do exactly definitely yeah of course but you know i try to get on your skin sometimes <laughs> <laughs> of course no, no the only thing that can make me really mad um is just like seeing people treating like other people in a like bad way or talking bad thing around people mm. that get me really mad and i think i don't know i think you definitely notice when we play soccer Sometimes I get mad. Um, the reason is like when I hear like someone, example, I hear Babakar say, I'm going to use myself as an example. Okay. I'm going to use Babakar say, yo, Chana, you're so bad. Give the ball away. You should not play or stuff like that. Instead of like being like, yo, Chana, that's good. Next time just do this rather than doing this, you know, and then I encourage them rather than say, telling them they are no good. Cause like we gonna make the same mistake, yeah. You know, I can I can be like, for example, that that pastor you did, and then I got pissed. Yeah, I shouldn't. I know, but the <laughs> thing is like I might do the same another. We have like another play, and then I try to make a pass and then lose it again. So that mean I'm gonna make the same mistake that you did eventually. And I mean, speaking of assessing the situation, do you do that a lot when you play center back? Just when you're on the field, when you have the ball, mm-hmm. seeing who to pass to, when to pass, when to dribble, all that. What is the mental process like? Um, I just feel like it's not only when you have the ball. Mm. Um, you have like more advantage when you don't have the ball and then you... You look like around and see the placement of your um, teammates and stuff like that, and then know when where you're gonna pass the ball before you, even you get it, and then at the same time be being able like when you get the ball and wanted to go in this direction, and then there's someone already there having like the flexibility to quickly, um, you know, think something else. I think that's really helpful rather than like just waiting until you get the ball and then try to think who I'm going to pass the ball. So thinking ahead. Yeah, thinking ahead, like I think helps a lot. Okay. 
and uh, about keeping patience and composure how do you how do you sort of maintain your patience and composure even though when people are running at you you know pressing full on how do you maintain your composure um i think you know um where i was in senegal in our academy yeah um it's like really different the way we practice you know yeah um sometimes what we do is like a small sided game yeah um for defender yeah. against um six other player yeah so what we have to do is like they're going to press us but we have to keep the ball like keep moving the ball um it's it, it's like practice right but yeah. training under those like pressure and then still maintaining the ball and then not be afraid to mm-hmm. lose it you know helps a lot when you play in a bigger field yeah. you know so if you play in the more you know small side field and you have pressure over there and then you still like um manage to keep the ball and not, not lose composure you know if if you play in a bigger field it's going to be like easier you know what i mean um yeah i think it's like um not not being afraid to lose a ball but also like being technically good and ready you know know when you're going to dribble or when you're going to pass and yeah so so skill definitely skill help a lot but also like practice practice yeah cuz like if you don't if you don't practice like the um the way i just said like four against six people and then you have to maintain contain the ball not like um just kicking it to get rid of it yeah that will definitely help you a lot yeah definitely and and i think that goes with confidence too right you would say confidence comes from um training and skill yeah definitely is that like your main source of confidence yeah and the other thing for me is like um i played with like people like um older older than me and then when i was playing there at the very beginning i was not like really confident cuz like i was like they bigger stronger um technically they was not they were not better than me reason why i was there but at the very beginning i was not confident but as i played you know then my coach helped me a lot would be like you have to stay confident cuz like if you're not confident you can't play soccer cuz like i think everybody everyone can can play soccer but the difference is like their mentality and then um confidence and confidence and stuff you know like i think i watched a video even cristiano ronaldo saying that um he feel he feel like a lot of pressure when he go to the field sometimes he get nervous and uh, stuff like that but you have like to use those emotion like you know turn it to something that will give you strength to face your opponent and stuff like that you know mm. so like using using oppositions to fuel your confidence very much yeah and <coughs> do you think confidence is something that you always had or do you think you um did 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 god help you a lot with confidence too or how how what is your process of developing confidence because i think you're one of the more 
not not most. I don't I don't I can't say most because it's so comparison. But I think you're a very confident person. Um, yeah, um, definitely I am confident, but also like I get nervous and st- stuff like that. But I just don't like display it. Sometimes mm. I just manage like to cover it. Yeah. Um, when I step in the field, when when we walk down, sometimes I get like really really nervous, but um, I just like keep it inside me, not like displaying it to the outside world. Yeah. But I'm just um, gonna use that as something that will make me more strong. Um, how? Um, I don't know how I am. I can explain that, but so. If I'm if I'm walking down to the field and be like, I'm so nervous, I'm so stressed. Yeah, that will not gonna help me, you know, have a good performance. But if I say I'm nervous and it's okay to be nervous, but I'm I'm not gonna let that, you know, have effect on my performance. So when the ref blow the whistle. I'm just gonna try like to forget all those negative emotions, you know, just like trying to focus on the game and know that I'm gonna make a mistake during the game, but it's okay. I just like have um you know to have resilience to not let that affect me in a negative way. So what is resilience in your p- opinion? Um, for me it's like um, you can fail a lot of time you know make mistakes Mm -hmm. but that doesn't really define define you it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to fail I think that's very easy to say but very hard to do Yeah, I I know it's hard to do it's It's hard to do yeah, because I, I, I feel that a lot. I play, when I play, um, for example, I go up, I do a lot of prep, mental practice. I'm, I do all the positive talk. You're good, you're one, you, you are great, you're one of the best, you're, you're very capable, even if you make a mistake, it's fine, it's fine. And then boom, you step on the field and you, you want, you're competitive, right? And you don't want to concede to go and boom. You, <coughs> for example, I, I make like a very dumb mistake. And then all my teammates are like, oh, what are you doing, bro? Are you just conceded? Go, oh, come on, come on. Yeah, that's, that, that gets in your head. And that That's what I was saying earlier sometimes when people be, like, really negative in the field. Yeah. Um, when you make a mistake that I know, like, sometimes people don't make mistakes because, like, they want to make it. Yeah. They, they were trying to do something, like, good for the team, and then it was, like, just unlucky, you know? Yeah. But... When something like that happen, I'm just gonna be like next time, just like you know, do this, do this to avoid what just happened. Yeah. Um, but instantly, I will not tell you that. I'm just gonna be like uh, unlucky. Just say unlucky, and then be like, "Come on, let's go. You got this." You know. And then after the game, we can discuss what happened. Um, and then you know, try to avoid it next time. Yeah. Um. Learn from mistakes. Yeah, learn from mistakes. That's that's how you sort of grow strong and develop the, the mental strength and all that. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, for me, I have, like, uh, a little diary. Yeah. 
um, where I wrote down every game after did a game. It, did it start with uh, Jim giving you the notebook last year? I remember. No, I, I have it before I came here. Before? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, what notebook are you talking about? I remember he gave you a notebook. Jim? Yeah. And then I start, saw you started logging after game after game, taking notes. He forced you to get some notes, too. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my okay. God. No, I think it's it's, it's different. Um, That one, he was like the football goal. I was just like, you know, I want to do some coaching. So oh. Jim is like trying to help me with that, too. Yeah. Um, Like taking notes. Yeah. Um, Like how coaches plan their uh, practice and stuff like that. Taking notes. Um, but it's really different than the one that I have. The one that I have is like, um, after a game, I just like write down how did I prepare my game, what did I eat, you know, the uh, music or the Quran that I listened to before the game. Really? How, yeah. How did I play? Yeah. Um, how many balls did I lose? Um, what are the what? are the mistakes that I made, you know, stuff like that. And then the next game, I will try, like, you know, to do the best and then compare it. And then also, like, I have a grade that I give myself sometimes after a game and be like, today I play, like, um, three out of out of five. Next time I'm going to try to have, like, four out of five, you know. So you track every single day? Yeah, yeah, basically. Do you, you every also game. track practice? No, not practice. But games. But games, yeah. So you get better every single time. You play. Yeah. yeah, trying to. You know, I heard something really interesting that you just brought up is a pre-match routine. Yeah. Something you do pre-game. Do you have like a pre-match routine or? Um. Yeah, definitely. Um, I shower. Yeah. Take care of my body, you know. Yeah. Um. Put the lotion on, you know. <laughs> smell good. Of course. <laughs> um. It's just kind of like having a date. That's my real date. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the football. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then after that, I pray. Um, you know, I pray five times a day as a Muslim. Yeah. So like, depends sometimes. Um, the time of prayer can be like after the game. Sometimes it can be before the game. Just depending, you know, the time. But yeah. if it's like um, before the game, I usually pray. Yeah. Um, and then listen to the Quran. Um, there's a specific um, chapter of the Quran that I listen, yeah. also at Yasin, uh, chapter 36. I just listen, listen to that one. And then after that, sometimes I listen to music, even though it's not like really required in like Islam. You know, music is not like really, yeah. you know, well, something. Well, why chapter 36? What's special about that chapter? Um, I, I just like it. It's called Surat Yasin. Um, <coughs> what does what does it mean? Um, the Surat like focus on like establishing the Quran as like a divine source. Okay. Um, but also like warn like the fact of those who kind of like mock God's revelations. You okay. know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's also kind of like um help me like find. To be calm, peace, you know, find peace. So what does it say? What does it suggest? What are the ways to find peace? Um, I don't like necessarily know like in this particular um, surah, but I know like as a Muslim, um, 
we say like that heart only find peace mm-hmm. uh, when you get close to Allah because like we believe that um, this worldly material doesn't like uh, make you happy you know what I mean for example mm-hmm. you might see someone who have like millions dollar you know a lot of money he has like everything he wanted in life but still can't be happy um, yeah. but in the other hand you can see someone who doesn't necessarily have like very good like resources or material but still be the happiest person in the world for example where I live in Senegal it's not like um, we don't have like a lot of money we're not rich but it's the happiest community I have ever seen because because we believe that <coughs> we are in this world have has like a traveler so yeah this is this world is like just like we came here for a test and then when we die that's the beginning of like an eternal life you know um, and then knowing that we don't necessarily like focus on like this worldly material you know um, even though like we want it but it's not like our priority our priority is like to worship God um, help each other you know make um, each other's life easier rather than like just focusing on ourselves and you know making money because like money doesn't equal to happiness but at the same times being financially stable you know help knock out some stress on your life but true happiness is like for us like is following the Quran you know yeah. and then the prophet what they told us to do yeah and you find meaning in pursuing yeah so how do you sort of so you pray every single day I'm, tr- I'm trying to sometimes like really difficult with the schedule but um I try to pray every single day and you read the Quran that's like your way to connect with God yeah and, and connect with the divine spirit. um not only that but also like the way I interact with people also because like how um you know in Islam we all, we even say like smiling to your brother is like um a charity yeah you know and then when I say to your brother because like brother is not only people who your family but also like your friends in most I mean in the Islam community we all like brother and sister so um when you smile or bring some uh, bring smile to someone's face it's kind of like also like kind of worshiping God making someone's life easier you know when you when you need something sometime you know I might um, want to do something and then you come and then be like I need to you to do something and then if um, what I wanted to do is not like something I need to do at the moment I can just leave it and be like yo I can help you and then later on I'm gonna do what I have to do you know sometimes we prioritize other people needs rather than ours so do you treat helping others as like a big pillar of of your of your identity yeah 
for sure. 100%. So speaking of helping other people. Um, yeah, a good example that I can give you yeah. is like, uh, I remember when I was in Senegal. Uh-huh. Um, Sometimes if I don't like have money to take the bus, yeah, I, I walk. But sometimes one of my friends be like, Babaka, yo, he can't. Um, our currency is France if I, but I'm just going to use dollar so that people will understand. Can be like, yo, Babaka, this is like $5. You can take the bus, you know, back and forth. And if you need to buy something to eat in your way, you can buy it too. And then I can take the bus. And then, you know, my way back home, before I take the bus, I can see like um, an old lady sitting on the side of the road and then be like, um, sorry, son, I don't, I didn't have like something to eat today. Can you like help me with something that you have? And then even though like I, I live like really far away, um, sometimes I can just, I be like, no worries. I give, give her the rest of the money because I know he or she needed the more, the most and I can walk. So I just give give him or give her the money and then walk home, you know? So is helping other like a, I really love what you just said. So is helping others like a big thing of, of, um, Islam? Is yeah, it is. Big pillar. Yeah. Charity. Not pillar, but like, it's like a big thing in Islam. And do you, do you help others because it is, um, the duty of, Islam, or do you help others because you're just a, you just want to be a good person to help others? Um, Islam doesn't force you to do it, but it's just recommended. And also, like for me, it helped me a lot with my um, mental stability. I guess mental strength. Mental strengths. How 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 would helping others really improve your mental strength? Because um, I just feel like I'm just being grateful, you know that. Because I could be in the other side, you know, asking for help. So if I am the one who can, like, help in the way that I can, I'm really, like, happy and glad that I can do that. Yeah, no, because on the point of being grateful, I think being grateful is very important. Um, For me, personally, I have, ever since I sort of started journaling, Mm-hmm. I have a gratitude journal, sort of people that I'm grateful for today, the things I'm grateful for today, mm-hmm. expressing great gratefulness to God, expressing gratefulness to people, expressing gratefulness to just the, and people in the community or just, just and, and everything. Yeah. I think my life has sort of changed to the to the bright side. Changed. Um, because, for example, I started saying, you know, I start, for example, I... You know, I go we'll walk into the dining hall. I'd say thank you to Tony, who's working in Salad Bar, to mm-hmm. Paul, to Jim, to all these guys. And mm-hmm. I'm still trying to remember their names, like Betty and, mm-hmm. and Maddie and all of them. I say thank you. Uh, and obviously Peter, who, you know, yeah, who, who doesn't guy. work there anymore. But just say hi, thank you to all of them every single day. And I think now they, they see me, they'll greet me, they'll smile. And I feel more happy, you know. I feel exactly. happy when you when you walk around, you see people greeting you, and you greet them. And it all started with like great gratefulness, and yeah. also with gratitude to God too. For example, just because, um, well, I mean, I've I've started to believe in God a little more, but it, I'm not like religious. 
I don't know how you define religious, but I, I don't have like a religion. Yeah. I just believe in God and I believe like God has his plan for me and I I have to worship God my way. I don't have like a conclude like I I don't know mm-hmm. because there are Christians, there are Islam, there's all these religions and there I don't I see God as like a way that I connect to him in my own way so I just connect to him, pray mm-hmm. to him, express gratitude. And ever since that, I mean, I think God has been kind to me. Like God has given me Wait, a lot of. Wait, I have a question. Um, yeah. How did you start like believing in God? So that was that has to go back to last year when. Yeah, because I remember one time you were telling me, like you know you don't believe in God and stuff like that religion. Yeah, because um, I think the past year has changed me a lot, especially this senior fall. I mean. I was at a very low point, probably like lowest point of my life, I would say. I mean, I think everything was just not going right. You know, I, I sent in, I don't know how many applications for like leadership positions. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, okay, speaking of God, I think there, I've always sort of had a sense that there's God and there's like a God's plan. But I'd never sort of thought of it seriously, I'm saying. I just thought of it in the back of my head. But but basically what happened was, okay, and oh, for soccer, you, you know what happened, right? Like, I couldn't play this year. I couldn't play a single minute, even though I spent so much time working hard in soccer. Mm-hmm. Barely played. Had to play JV most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, I was really pissed. Um, academically, my grades aren't that good. I, my application wasn't good. Just everything in general was just not going right. I feel like my social life wasn't good enough too. It just everything was just like going on a downhill slope. And then, you know, there are some times where I was really depressed. I was sitting in, di- in the health center by myself, you know, just, just, yeah. just thinking that there's no point of life. Like, why am I doing this? Like, this is so useless. Like, I'm, I'm worthless. Like, I'm I'm a senior and I haven't done shit like you no know, those those negative talks and mm-hmm. and um, there are times I was really depressed you know and had suicidal thoughts and all that shit but oh, no, I'm sorry about that um, but like but like there was but I, I I don't know what specific point it is but there was like a specific point that clicked that I realized hmm, maybe God is put maybe there is a planet and God is putting me through something because you know last year my fr- my best friend is Augie or. Um, I talk. I spend a lot of time with Augie, right? Um, yeah. Well, not best friend, like one of the best friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe in the concept of best friends. Like, like for example, you're one of my best friends, and Constantine. You know, like, just th- there isn't like a best best, but just, uh, but last year I spent a lot of time with him, and he talks a lot about God, and he's like, you know, he's always like preaching all the time, and he's always telling me like, there's a God's plan, there's a God's plan, and and last year, you know, I. Half of the things, or, 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 th- or like two thirds, or probably like three quarters, or, or just a large portion of the things he says is right. So I listened, but like mm-hmm. on God, I just never really believed him. But I started to believe in that thought. I started to think, oh, perhaps there is a God's plan, and perhaps God is just really putting me through something. And mm-hmm. and I, you know what? I started said, you know what? I start believing God, and there's like this quote that I really like, you know. When you ask for wisdom, God gives you problems to solve. If you, when you ask for strength, God mm-hmm. gives you um, issues that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah, so, like, I started seeing things in that way. And ever since then, and I think really has to go through my winter break of, like, just grinding out, out my application about really spending time to understand who I am and how I am in relation to God and all that. And and I, and I and you know what? Life started to look good. I don't think I've changed, like, as a person, like, physical traits. Like, soccer-wise, I'm, I'm my physical abilities are still the same like singing wise my physical abilities are still the same like i was singing well last year but too. your thought process but my, but my mindset like, has changed yeah. i've started to see things on a on a on a brighter side i started to see that oh um you know what there god is god is great and god is putting me through a plan and and guess what like a lot of good things happen like, yeah for sure like like i told you about um a potential like pg and i also talk i also there's like you know like like got getting noticed at football goals and also like just um um just like for example singing wise i had some great performances in, in school and um my social life has gotten much better too and just podcasting has been going well and and um yeah, I'm I'm back at making videos. I think. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I'm I'm still the same person. I don't think that you know. I me right now is is completely different, but but just the way I approach life, like, and I began to embrace solitude too because I I know that God. There is God, and there's there's always I'm not there's always someone looking out for me and after you. And and yes, even though I may feel lonely sometimes, I maybe you know sitting dining hall by myself or walking down the road no, by I myself. No, I think that happens to everybody sometimes. That happens like, to everyone. Yeah. But the thing, yeah, and the thing is, like, I really embrace it now. So I don't mind just sitting by myself, man. I don't mind like not like not even just sitting there, but not on my phone, not on my AirPods, mm-hmm. just. Sitting there and eating by, my food, by just li- li- looking ahead like a, <laughs> like a dumbass. <laughs> but but it but 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 I began to embrace it because I'm like you know what, people who judge me, they, I'm not gonna see them in in, in, in after school, and I'm probably not, never gonna talk to them. So fuck them. And, <laughs> and you know, people will always uh, gonna judge you. No matter yeah, what people you are always do. gonna judge me. And but but the thing is, people who respect me, people who treat me as a friend, people who know me and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll come over and say hi and that what that's what happens a lot of time too yeah it's because when you and em- such embrace yourself i think everything it's like what i said with my moment of science speech law of attraction when you love yourself and you do what you want and just focus on that you start yeah. to attract things i think if you if you are real to yourself yeah. you know you don't need like to pay attention what um people are like have to talk about you like say about you like negative things to say about you you know but you you should definitely listen to people but if it is negative and then it's true usually why i say you have you have always to listen to people and then try like to learn from what they say if they they say negative things um you just like ignore but if they say something um that is like bad coming from you you just like have to you know um trying to like erase that from you you know yeah and 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 that's hard 
that's it's not, like it's not easy you know so it's, it's like making a mistake like we were talking about in soccer yeah admitting like making mistakes reason why when someone say but you really could have soccer i'm like i'm not <laughs> i mean i'm trying to but like i'm not 100 there yet you know because i will make a mistake i would rather you're telling me the mistake that i make rather than just telling me you good at soccer you good at soccer it's not like really helpful it's not helpful at all that's that's one thing i realized you know? too is uh, is I, I began to compliments are so great. Like I still take them. I appreciate them all the time. And but like I don't live for compliments. Yeah, I, I hate when people give me a lot of compliment. <laughs> I swear, that <laughs> make me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, I know that that does happen sometimes. But yeah, no, I just no, I just like embrace it, embrace compliments, and say, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's so kind of you. But then I don't keep I don't keep it in the back of my mind that long. Because I can't be living with a compliment. There's a quote I really liked. If you live for the cheers, you'll die by the booze. <laughs> Basically, it's just like if you always live for the hype, for the compliments, you'll be ruined the by, other, the, yeah. by, the, by the negative critiques. But then if you really don't take compliments that seriously, oh, sorry, not, not to say like don't, we're not appreciating compliments. I mean, it's, it's good to it's receive good, some compliments sometimes. But it's, but, like, but it's like you start to view it less... So that once negative comments come in, you can view it rationally too. It's like treating things rationally, like embracing it. Yeah. And 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 that goes back to, to the point of um, confidence too. Yeah, you would say, like developing confidence as in just no, just just being calm, composed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, composed. and then. I think accepting that, you know, you will mess up, you will make mistake, all that you're gonna do like all thing that other people will do as a human, but just like not let that affect you in a negative way. I think that's also like really important. So you know? what is what is your specific way to erase a mistake? And forget a mistake. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe, but can you put it into words of your mental process? Of <laughs> it's gonna be really hard to explain with my English, but um, you know, sometimes I. For example, on a soccer field, you just you you you're trying to you had the ball and you try to dribble out, and then oh, and then boom, you got <laughs> stolen. They just scored. yeah yeah. Here's the thing: the goalkeeper is screaming at you like. <laughs> And Charlie and Jim on the side are so pissed, like, Bob, what are you and doing? And then they subbed you out. <laughs> well, what do you do at that moment? No, if if that happened to me, yeah. Um, the thing is, after that, I'm gonna rewatch, I think, the clip and then see what sh- I should have done at that moment. Yeah, should have like dribbled, should have like passed the ball because, like, sometimes we we try, like, um. To showcase, you know, to prove that we are really good, yeah. rather than just like, you know, playing the game the way, the easiest way. Sometimes we make it like difficult for ourselves to show other people what we can do. Yeah. And then I think that's the thing. Um, that's what you know. How how can I say? It? Um, that's something that penalizes, I guess, a lot of players. You know, the easiest way to get noticed is like to be, to play simple. 
Really? Yes. Because, like, playing simple is not easy. You know what is playing simple? Like, do what you have to do, in like, in the right time, you know, not trying to overdo it. And then playing less than two or three touches, that's the hard, one of the hardest things to do, playing simple in soccer. There's a quote from Johan Cruyff. Hmm? Playing simple, playing simple football is the hardest thing. Yeah, it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, it's it's not like easy. And I I think I should take that advice for myself as a center back. <laughs> you should be um, talking. You're the you're the dribbler. <laughs> but the the thing is like, um, I played striker before, you know, um. And Why then don't now you I play, play striker. And now I play center back. Why don't you play striker? Um, when I joined one of the academy in Senegal before I joined Rice to come here, yeah. I was playing as a striker, and then I went to uh, a new club called Fayako, and then I was like, I want to play midfield because I got that time there was like a lot of people saying they want to play midfield, and then one of the best player were like midfield Iniesta, Xavi, yeah. and Xavi. stuff like that. So I was like, I'm playing midfield as a number six. And then one game, I was sent back, got injured. And then in the middle of the game, coach was like, um, Puppies, my nickname is Puppies back in Senegal. Um, can you drop back and play center back? I was like, Okay, I can. So apparently, I did great. And the next two games, I played uh, center back because our center back was still injured. <laughs> and I was like, Doing great, apparently. You know, because like, has a, a striker, sometimes I know. No. What people were gonna do, you know? Yeah. Um, and he was like, "I think you should play center back." And I, I didn't like it. I wanted to play striker. Yeah. Go back, but right now I think it's really helpful for the team. Yeah. But as like me personally, I want to <laughs> play striker. <laughs> but if me playing center back will benefit the team, the more. Or benefit the team. I think I'm just gonna stick with it. I think we had this conversation <laughs> a lot, <laughs> lot last year too. Yeah, because we, I, I, I would totally relate with your situation. And because I, I mean, last year I, I was always between the dilemma of goalkeeper versus striker. And no, between goalkeeper and just uh, yeah outside field player. Because you want to play center back, you want to play midfield or striker. Uh, yeah, it was Chanandowski. Right? <laughs> Chanandowski versus Chanan. Keeper, and, and, and no, because yeah, because when I do play striker, I still play well. No, yes, because sometimes <laughs> He's I still, still score a lot of goals. He's like still I talking. score, I score, I score. I, I didn't. You realize I did not say anything. You just say like I score a lot of goals, and then you say no. Well, yeah, I do score a lot of goals. Um, I'm not gonna um, lie to you. Like I'm, if if is if, that right? Yeah, mm. I'm called Chandowski for a reason, bro. <laughs> Dude, like I'm a goalkeeper and I'm the top scorer for 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 the league this year. You know it's JV for JV. Yeah, and I play like ninety percent as a goalkeeper, and I come out like ten minutes every single game and score like two goals every single game. Yeah, you can ask them, but uh, but like, well, obviously, I mean it's JV, but still, like at the consistency though, it's it's kind of hard, but. Like, I still score goals. How many goals do I score? Four. This year. 
You, me, you, right? Um, oh no, this year I scored three goals. Three, yeah. No, but the thing is, see, that's back, the thing. Back. Like you're, you're, you're still good at striker. Because the thing is, when you play striker, you know what to do. You play simple, and you score goals, and you you know how to use your body. And when you go to practice, you always score like the most goals, and you're you're always the first pick, even though everyone knows you're gonna play striker. So you're still good. <laughs> trying. Trying. I'm trying. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> do you know Didier Drogba used to play center back? Hmm, he did. I, I didn't know. Bro, I don't I don't watch soccer that much. Do you honest. know Didier Drogba? Yeah, I know who he is, but one of the best strikers in history. He's exactly like you, bro. Like the 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 thing that made him so lethal was he's physical and he's fast and he's he has such a good shot. But the thing is like he plays like a when he goes for duels or when when balls come, he plays like a center back. He wins the ball, <laughs> and he turns, and then he's like, "Oh shoot, bow!" and then he just scores. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm saying like you, you're still good at like it. having the flexibility to play everywhere in the field kind of like help you. It's like it does, player. yeah. Because like as a center back, you can dribble and play out. Yeah. Like as a goalkeeper, yeah. <laughs> no, not the <laughs> goalkeeper. The, yes, mean? the goalkeeper. That's that's the that's the modern game now. Like I, I I can run out and 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 like literally still play. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like I would do that's it every when time. When you're gonna get caught off? Yeah, well, but that's the thing. When you get caught off, you're fucked. But the thing is, that gives you such a such a good flexibility. Like I think you were saying this to me last year, but um, yeah, because like the the because I'm able to play, or like I I can't I've have the experience of playing striker. And all that, like I know how striker presses, and I have like, and that increases composure too. Like, boom, the ball comes. Okay, I know I can chop because I know he has momentum running there. Boom. But you have to not realize do it all the time. All players are not like the same. Yeah, you know, some players are like really, really smart. Yeah, you know, they can like downshift like pretty quickly. I, they can like run he over here and make you think that they are going like in this specific direction but they're trying to make you like go the other way yeah and then right when you're about to like cut to go to the other way something like that they just like take the ball yeah that's that's essentially how i play center back sometimes i make you think that like i want to do this and then yeah. i'm waiting for you to do the opposite things <laughs> that's like how i kind of like you know that's defend you're the very best, best center back in the in new england apparently, apparently. <laughs> that's insane though to be the best center back in in New England, and you, and you don't, and you you still don't want to play center back, and you want to play striker. I mean, I, I will keep playing center back as long as like I would benefit my team. But personally, I would rather like play uh, striker, score goals, <laughs> score goals. You Have know. Fun. No, yeah, I, I know. And you, I mean, I, I remember <laughs> last year. I think someone told me, um, they heard Charlie saying. I might give him like a hurt attack sometimes. Cause like I remember there was one time I get the ball from the center back and then just like strike started like dribbling and go up. <laughs> and then Charlie always got nervous. Oh Charlie, I'm sorry. <laughs> but sometimes I don't you know, I do like subconsciously like you know, has like a playing striker a long time make me think like sometimes I dribble. I, I, I can dribble all the time. 
but I think I need to do better job, like not dribbling, dribbling all the time in the back. But I just feel so confident in stuff but like that. But that's a good thing because it's like you look at Gerard PK and Sergio Ramos and these guys; they dribble forward. They yeah. they have the ability to be good with the ball, and that's why they're like one of the best. As servers. long as it's successful, like you do it in the right way, you don't yeah, lose yeah. the ball. It's okay. But the day you're gonna lose the ball, oh no, <laughs> gonna be a disaster. It's like Thibaut Courtois and and Allison in the game. I don't know if you watched. You probably didn't. Both goalkeepers. Oh, made a miss. No, I watched the highlight. Yeah, yeah, I saw the highlight. That's the thing about goalkeepers and <laughs> backs. If you mess up, you're done. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, sometimes so it's like if a it center back messed up, there's like the goalkeeper behind, like you know, have a little hope. But if a <laughs> goalkeeper messed up, who is there? God <laughs> <laughs> or the net? <laughs> God is there. God, God is there. <laughs> no, yeah, I know exactly. So that's that's why no, a lot of people say goalkeepers are just like a different breed. Yeah. These different mindsets because it's so hard to to play that and center backs too. Yeah, you say you say God is there, but God is not there, bro. <laughs> you know, there's something you have to do it yourself first, and then say God. Yeah, you know. Um, I think I watch one video. I think it was Jaden Smith. Um, I think he was saying one day a man was drowning in the water, and and then he asked. Uh, help yeah, for God. Right. Did, yeah. did you watch that video? And then the first boat came. And then he, and he said, said, no, no thank, you. thank you. God will save me. And the second uh, dude, came. what do you want? Do you want like God to come and then <laughs> pick you? God would like send people. God has see. his own ways. Yeah, definitely. Uh, exactly. God is protecting us all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, you do the right thing and then say, God is there. You know, you don't, you don't like, trying to chip the ball over the striker and be like God will save me <laughs> you know yeah, that good but it's simple speaking okay. of doing the right thing that goes back to where we started about talking about your why to mm. do the right thing for, for you for the people yeah. and just keeping like a dignity and a set of values yeah exactly that's oh. that's you Babakar is that is that is that you did, did we cover everything about Babakar <laughs> pretty much yeah um, I'm not like, and, yeah. I'm not like a perfect human being. I make mistake. Everyone does, and I just like take this opportunity to say, like, if I hurt someone, like, no, just I did it by mistake. Um, because oh, wow. like I don't wanna, um, hurt anybody. I don't want like be a, the cause of someone staying, you know, late at night thinking like, whoa. Bawaka did this to me or did that to me. The girls, though. So, oh, no. girls. <laughs> Babakar makes all the girls cry at night. How? Everyone, you mean? Everyone misses you and everyone wants you, but they can't catch you. Oh, chill, you. chill. <laughs> chill, chill. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm just... Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty much, like, friend with, like, a lot of people because, like, I don't have, like, that problem, like, talking with people, you know? I yeah. can interact with everybody, and I think I th- treat everyone in the same level. I'm not gonna Respect, be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. There will still be people that dislike you. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like the people that dislike you, you still treat them with the same way, exactly, like, as you would treat anyone else. And mm-hmm. and then 
Yeah, and it's the same. And yeah. eventually, they if they turn around or not, it doesn't matter to you because you you did your part. Exactly. And then the people who love you will love you back, and the people who don't love you will not love you back. And that doesn't matter. And then th- that kind of like benefits you a lot because like, um, you know, the art of not caring too much about other people what what they think. Yeah, negative, negative thought, but yeah. I still um, care about, like, their opinion and stuff like that. But if you have, like, really some negative thing to say, like, good, dude, have a good night. <laughs> Sleep tight. <laughs> Sleep tight. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. I, lo- I loved how you, how, you, how you said there. Well, well, if there's one last advice you could give to any listeners out there, what would you say? Advice. Um, I'm think being a big fan of Juice World. The only thing, the good thing is that that's the yeah. first time Juice World pop up. In this, yeah, yeah. In this um, episode. no, that's I think cool. <laughs> when I did think that's um, Juice kind of helped me a lot. It's like, um, quote unquote, you can do whatever you want in this life. You know, you just gotta stay true to yourself. And everything that you see other people achieve, you can do it. They're just human being like you. They breathe like you, eat like you, do all those things. So that being said, you can do more than what you see other people achieving, you know. Yeah. You can't wait, what do you mean? You can't do more than you can you can you can do more than what you see other people achieving. Like yeah. someone do like 90 percent you you can do like 95 you know you so can what do you more. want to do do you want to do, do be a great center back um yeah champions league <laughs> i do want to play professional and then um kind of like and own a business um <laughs> here's my thing um, i think um each and um like start working with each and about that like collecting some stuff to Give it away. People will need it. I uh, see it everywhere now. I, I'm really, uh, once again, I'm really impressed with uh, with you, you guys' work. I mean, Yi Ching is, yeah, is one Yi of Ching the guys like I respect so much. A um, lot of respect, my guy. Um, yeah, c- and I see, like, the NMH mini thrift <laughs> everywhere I, I walk. And it's just only Yi Ching. <laughs> <When> he <laughs> you know, give us, back to the yeah, community, you know. Yeah. Um, give back to your own community back in Senegal, too, right? Yeah, I will, I'll always try. It's like, and then Sadio the big Mane thing is, what he did. yeah, it inspired me a lot too. You know, you know, you have to start somewhere. You know, um, when I was in Senegal during the Ramadan, what I was doing is like me and my friend, um, we trying to like collect the money and then um, prepare food for like the time when the time to break your the fast come, like during the Ramadan, we fast. Um, when the time to break it come, we prepare some food and then give it to people who are like outside, who don't have like home, where to live. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we do. That's the beginning. And then eventually, if I like end up like having um, a lot of money or being a professional, I will like kind of have a big organization to kind of like help people around the world. That's my, that's my goal for me. Um, Love it, love it. Helping others, people, putting other people above you, and do you think that's what gives your life meaning? Definitely, hundred percent. 
helping others. Hundred percent. Putting others above you. A hundred percent. That's that's <laughs> yeah. I I've, I he totally can. relate to that. Yeah. And Can't that's I. that's that's why we <laughs> just feel each other, you know. And we we put others above ourselves, even though we we accomplish things, but we know that we're th- here to help other people in the, in this world who really needs help and and be a good person. Hundred percent. That's it. Love yeah. it. Thank you for coming, Bob. Thank Did you have you, a good bro. time here today? Loki, yeah. Loki, <laughs> Loki. Why is it Loki? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's no. a yeah, high key. Yes, right. It's like. Uh, what about the, your song? I was listening to last night. I think I made a video da, and sent it to you. Da, 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 da. Waking up to win the fight. The stories. I love that. For me to write a new beginning. Oh, I already know the words. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, I really appreciate your time today, man. It's it's always good time. Yeah, that you. was my pleasure, bro. Yeah, peace out. glad we just did it. And peace out. Uh, the, for uh, people who are listening, thank you all so much for joining us today. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.